And welcome to uh, the first episode of the Bull and the Bear podcast brought to you by Money in Markets. Uh, I am Matt Clark uh, with Money in Markets. Joining me is uh, Charles Sizemore, also with Money in Markets. And what we're doing here is kind of a, a little bit of a different concept, if you will. It's not a new concept, but for Money in Markets, it certainly is. Um, and that is just to kind of bring a different medium of presenting financial analysis, financial news, money and markets information, things like that, to uh, you know to the public. And by doing that, we'll we'll include uh, analysis from myself, from from Charles, and we'll get to Charles here in just a second. I don't want to get cut him out. And we'll also in, include uh, a various number of some of the top financial experts in the industry, uh, both with money and markets and with banning publishing, and and uh, all the way around. Uh, I think it's going to be a, a really good uh, a good way to present information. Charles, I want to welcome Charles Sizemore, who uh, uh, I won't divulge the exact location, but is currently not in the United States due to the coronavirus pandemic, but hopefully we'll be returning home uh, very soon. Charles, how are you? Doing good. And about that uh, not being in the United States, I'm actually in contact with the embassy about a, I'm not joking, a rescue flight. So that's... <laughs> That's where we are. It's like uh, fall of Saigon here. I think the Marines are going to rescue me from the rooftop or something. I, I exaggerate, but it's, uh, it's, 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 these are strange times we're in. It is. It is. And I know that uh, you know, some of the things that we're going to be talking about um, are, are, are you know, market trends, things that are driving you know, certain indices, certain sectors. And obviously, over the last couple months, perhaps the biggest driver of the markets has been the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, the, the global economy is, uh, if it's not close, it is in a recessionary uh, mode right now just because everything globally is shut down. I mean, you can go to- Oh, it's in a recession. Yeah. It's in a recession. There's no way. Store, you can go to the yeah. gas station and, and that's really about it. And, and I know, you know, there's been some talk about trying to, you know, phase in a, a restart of the economy, but even then you've got health professionals that are saying that's not necessarily a good idea um, even though, I mean, we want to jumpstart the economy, we want to, you know, get things back on track, but, you know, if we open things up too soon, we could be looking at an even wider spread uh, of this pandemic. So is, is, is trying to jumpstart the economy and maybe hopefully trying to bring a little bit more balance to the markets worth the possibility of, of expanding uh, this health crisis that, that we're in? And, and that's a question, you know, I'll ask you, Charles. I mean, sure, you sure. Think? Well, so, so both sides have their point there. Uh, if you restart things too early and the virus has a massive spike and the nightmare scenario that all of this was meant to avoid, which was the hospitals getting overloaded, uh, patients dying in the hallway for lack of a bed, um, that clearly would be disruptive to the economy. So, you know, opening things to that, that's the scenario they really want to avoid, which is understandable. Uh, that said, longer term, there is no health system to support if there's no economy backing it. So uh, we obviously do need to get the economy up and running sooner rather than later. So I think, um, you know, the consensus here is kind of moving towards this phased approach, trying it little by little, waiting a couple of weeks to see, you know, did we get a, did we get a spike in cases? No. Okay, great. We open it a little bit more. Is there another spike in cases? Okay, great. And just kind of, do it in phases. So, you know, this is not something that somebody snaps their finger and it's done. This is something that will probably take I think so long as there's some sort of light at the end of that tunnel, life can continue to go on where you just fall into fresh difficulty is when there's just no light at the end of the tunnel. 
Right. And, and I, you know, I just, I just don't know if the risk is worth the potential reward. I mean, we are in a recession. Uh, you know, markets are fluctuating wildly. I mean, not nearly as wild as they were February, March, but they're still, you know, we had a two day slump. Uh, you know, a few, you know, things are back on track a little bit today after the oil price crash, which was just a complete debacle. And you've got to feel for oil producers and oil, uh, oil storage around the country just because it's, it's just a nightmare for them. And, and, and June futures aren't looking a whole lot better for them as, as time goes on. So even a, even a cut by OPEC plus nations of, what was it, 10, 10 million barrels per day, that's not enough to, uh, you know, uh, supersede, you know, the lack of consumption and, and, and the lack of storage. So you've got a lot of different things driving the market. These are some of the things that, that Charles and I are going to talk about on a weekly basis. Our podcast is uh, normally going to come out on Fridays. Uh, you can, you can see it on you know, on Saturday morning. You can, it, it'll vary uh, as far as what time it'll go up, but uh, that, that's about the long and short of that. I, I do want to talk a little bit about Charles's background, uh, you know, and I'll actually let him do it because I, what better to talk about someone's background than, than do it themselves rather than have me read a bio. So Charles, tell us kind of about yourself and, and, and your experience in the industry and, and, and how you kind of got to the point you're at right now. Sure, sure. I've been in this uh, basic line of work since about 2003. Uh, you know, before that, I uh, did uh, my graduate work at the London School of Economics. Before that, I did some work in risk management. And before that, I uh, was an undergrad at uh, TCU. So uh, that's my entire story uh, summarized in about 10 seconds. <laughs> It's very simple, and and I'll I'll try to do the same. Even though I don't, I'm not one to really talk about myself a whole lot, but uh, I was in journalism for about 25 years, uh, covering everything from college sports to uh, politics to you know state houses in, in a couple different states, Congress, uh, and and even business. Uh, and I my education is is pretty pretty you know wide ranging. I guess I've got. Uh, uh, went, did my undergrad work with the University of Massachusetts Amherst uh, with a degree in journalism, and then I got a master's degree from Gonzaga University, go Zags if you're a basketball fan, in uh, uh, communications and leadership, and then just completed about two years ago a master's degree in government from Johns Hopkins University. So uh, go hop. Uh, that that's that, and so I've been uh, in journalism, investigative journalism. You know, you you name it, I, I've probably written about it, whether it's a an older American knitting hats for Head Start kids uh, uh, in a small town to uh, uh, congressional uproar and scandal in, a, in, in state agencies. I've, uh, I, I've, I've written the gambit. So uh, it's great to be able to do this. Like I said, we're, we're looking forward to, to really putting out this medium for, uh, uh, for money and market subscribers. And um, you know, we really look forward to, uh, to, to doing this more often. Like I said, we're going to include uh, our own uh, uh, chief investment officer, Adam O'Dell. Uh, he is going to be with us hopefully uh, every week on Friday. Uh, he is a new addition, great guy, uh, really knows his stuff. If you're looking for, uh, uh, you know, in terms of, of, of stock selections, things like that. I, I write some myself, but but Adam is is the man. He, he knows his stuff inside and out. We're gonna have him on uh, every week. Uh, we're also going to, down the road, uh, involve other uh, Banyan Hill, uh, you know, analysts and, uh, and financial bigwigs, if you will, because these guys are at the top of their game when it comes to uh, understanding the world of finance, the world of the, the stock market, uh, and all that. And they provide great advice. They understand uh, exactly, you know, the positions that that everyday Americans are in. 
uh, in terms of wanting to invest, whether you're investing for retirement or whether you're investing for a long haul, uh, you know, these guys know exactly what's, uh, what's going on. So we're going to include them uh, as well. Plus uh, you get Charles and I, so there's, I, I think that's just the bonus right there that, <laughs> that everyone's been looking for, but we're really looking forward to it. Uh, Charles, we're going to cut this one short because in a couple of days, we're going to roll out another one. Really looking forward to uh, getting things uh, off on the right foot. Charles Sizemore uh, in, uh, <laughs> in country other than this one, but hopefully a rescue flight uh, with the uh, first division of the U.S. Marine Corps possibly in tow, uh, bringing him home uh, at some point. Stay safe, my friend, and uh, make sure you, uh, you be good and, and uh, you know, do all you need to do to, to get yourself home on time and, uh, and, and get back safe with, uh, with your family. With Charles Sizemore, I am Matt Clark. This has been The Bull and the Bear, episode number one. More and more to come. Uh, we are definitely excited about that. So hope you uh, check us out. Listen to us on moneymarkets.com. Soon we'll be on Apple Podcasts, Google, uh, let's see, Stitcher, SoundHound, a couple others we'll probably throw ourselves into there. But uh, Charles, it's been great talking to you and uh, look forward to doing it again here very soon. Yes, sir.